0: The big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance or millions of dollars to start investing, effectively grow our wealth with equities, bonds, cryptocurrencies, and more in a way that allows not only for short-term gains, but also significant long-term growth while staying true to our core? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Awesome. So now we're going to talk about leverage and dealing with losers so I think it's really important, and obviously with a stock, you know, if, if you want to just cut your losses and after it goes down, say like 33%, all you do is you set a stop loss and you say, look, if I guess to this price level, I'm out. Similarly, if you want to lock in your upside after it goes up like 60%, all you do is say, look, I want to lock in my upside. You can put in a conditional order, you can put in a market clutched order. Uh, these are all orders that we cover in chapter 19 of Night 9 and Noon. So that's all in your hands to use, um, but very you know basic level, it's just an order that triggers automatically once you get to a certain price point, and then you can sell and take your profit, or you can sell and take a loss. Um, and, and that's really powerful. You know, limiting your losses is really the basis of overarching long term growth in the market. And obviously, you guys know this when we talk about risk reward ratios. Obviously, to have a defined ratio, you need to have a defined downside and have a very disciplined stop loss now. This is something that I don't think gets talked about enough in like financial classes or trainings, or especially with like management, where you're on the line putting your trades in. And it's this idea of money and emotions, okay? Now this was a really, this is probably one of the most difficult things for me to overcome when I was starting out in the markets, was starting out with trading. Uh, because I was like pretty connected with money, like a lot of people are. They're in this place in their life where, you know, their whole mind is, is kind of wrapped around money. And that's a bad place to be, especially in the markets. If you're trying to trade for income, you're trying to create a lot of growth in your portfolio, or specifically you're trying to create sort of like financial freedom with whatever it is you're doing, or maybe replace your job with new income. You really need to separate your money from your emotions and understand, that you can have bad months and good months and bad weeks and good weeks. Now, the goal is to get to the point where you're very, very, very consistent. And week after week after week, you're trading profitably. And that's a place that is the power state to be in. As soon as you get there, everything changes. But the most important thing to overcome, and the number one mistake people make is that they have these emotions that are associated with money and they can't overcome it. Look, the stock market is a very, very, very logical place. If you can't cut your losses without a blink of an eye, without the bat of an eye and say, look, you know what, I'm out at this price level. And obviously this price level can be a lot better defined through technical analysis. Obviously this price level can be a lot better defined through technical analysis, but the important part with this trade is the idea that you need to dissociate emotions from your trading. It's so important to be able to just say, look, I'm cutting my loss here. That's it. This is a hard stop loss. It's the number one thing. I see people, you know, they, they start investing, they start acting management, they start trading 9 to noon, and they get in a position like this, and you know, this is 9, this is noon, and they just aren't able to cut their loss, and it goes down and down and down and down and down. It goes from losing 30% to losing 60%, because that can happen, and you need to have uh, a, a target for what you're doing so with a trade like this you would want this to go up like a hundred and fifty percent like a lot right and when you get a lot of upside you can risk downside like that but the important part is to use sort of the technical setups that we're going to obviously develop and they're in the new and i mean they're everywhere and we're going to get into them the options course and so when you use a technical setup you have a very set risk level and you also dissociate your emotions from that risk level so you don't think like, I know this is a big, big, big problem I had When I was first starting out and it was tough because everyone was like, you have to dissociate your emotions from money. You can't react to the environment. You can't react to the economy. You can't react to these investments. And it was tough, dude. I remember you guys might've heard this story and it's in 9 and noon that um, Nvidia, right? Nvidia, they reported earnings and I owned them uh, at the time. They were one of my first positions. They were like 25% of my portfolio. Totally, totally, totally overweight. I mean, it was just ridiculous how much um, this was because I didn't really have solid diversification at the time. I didn't know how to really uh, master my investments. And I was learning. And so with NVIDIA, they were going down and up, and down and up and down and up. And it was, a, it was a downward wedge, right? And I read this information online that said, like, downward wedges were bad. So I bought, like right around here, just by pure chance, because I was like, I like NVIDIA, they're a cool company. And I was learning and learning and learning about technical analysis as I started to go through, you know, the process of investing in them and learning more about, like, building money with assets and investing in the stock market. And I got to this point right here where, like, they were reporting earnings on this day. And, like, logically, I knew that, like, look, I should just see what happens. I should own this stock. I think it's a cool company. I think they're going to crush it. But I had this connection uh, with money and emotions, and it was actually pretty interesting. Some of you guys might have heard, some of you guys might not have. I was driving to school with my mom. We get to school, and I leave my phone in the car an accident. And I'm starting am I'm into school, and then I realize, like, oh no, I left my phone. I better go grab it. So I run to the car, like, stop her on the way out of the parking lot, and grab my phone. And um, oh my god, everything changed because of that. So I'm like l- l- reading a whole bunch about like news and media and opinion and what people think is going to happen to NVIDIA stock. Because NVIDIA stock, you know, in the past year, they went from like 30, 25 bucks to about $100. And that's where they were at right there. Um, and so because of that, they had a really, 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 really nice gain. So a lot of people were pretty skeptical and a vast majority of the analysts said, Oh, this stock's going to go down this is terrible. And then I read this article that said the downward wedge was a bearish indicator instead of a bullish indicator, which it's a very, very, very nice bullish indicator a vast majority of the time. Uh, but I didn't know that I read wrong information online. I read lies fraud and, um, and it cost me a lot. But what was more important was the emotional impact. And that's what I want to stress with you here is because this is uh, a very difficult thing to get over, but hopefully if you hear my story and you hear sort of the process I went through, it can help you to overcome this, this mindset barrier faster because it's a really, really big problem. So I get my I get my phone and I'm reading all this crap that says the is bad. And I say, well, if NVIDIA is messed up, I better get out of the position. So I call my broker at lunch and I made my decision, I said, look, I've taken you know a 3% profit on this trade, which was like, you know, know that's pretty good. I was in it for like a month or two or three or four. So you know I called my broker because I had my phone and I ran back to the car to grab that phone. And I called him. I said, let's get out of this position. So they got out of the position and I get home after school. NVIDIA reports earnings at 420. So I'm at my computer and I'm watching, seeing what's going on. And... They freaking crush it. I mean, they just did amazing. They reported earnings and within two minutes, they were up 20%. I can't even draw this on this chart. It is so high. I'm like breaking into the other chart. I mean, they just absolutely destroyed. They went up 20% instantly. Um, and it was just insane. I was heartbroken. I was like, dude, are you serious? And that's the problem. That was the problem. I want you to hear the word I just used. I said heartbroken. Never, 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 never. Socks are in your brain, not your heart, okay? Cannot let your emotions time your investments. I spent the next two hours on my bed bawling my eyes out because I lost a little bit of money. Money does not control you. Money does not control you. You control your money. You don't let it have an impact on you. That was the moment when I realized that I was letting money control me because I was just getting out of, um, I was still working at minimum wage at the time. And so I was still like in this employee mindset of, I have to put in a bunch of hard work and I have controlled by money versus this new investor mindset of you control your money and you make it work, you make it happen. Um, and that the, the basis of that is your ability to dissociate emotions from your investments. You have to look very, very sternly and very, very technically at your investments. Look at it from a very analytical about the positions that you make, because that's the way you win. That's the way that you get the right setups and you make the profits. You stay in the trade, you get out of the trade one way or another, but you can't find about it. You can't cry about it because that's going to mess up your decision making ability, which is your one and only asset as an investor. The markets go out, the markets go down. All you have is your ability to make decisions and your ability to make great decisions is based on your ability to get rid of these emotions so that your mind is clear, clutter free and able to focus on the information it has and the technicals at play so that you can make the right investments and the right decisions. After I realized this, I started dating, I started trading 9 the noon, right? and was finally able to really, really, really like set a stop loss. You have to set a hard, 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 hard stop loss. And I remember one of my earliest trades, it was a little bit like this stock right here. It was going up and up and up. And I thought it was going to keep going up. Um, and there was a little bit of a setup with it. It was like, you know, it broke kind of above the VWAP and it was doing really, really, really well. And then it came down here. And I set my stop loss, set my hard stop loss right here. And I set my stop loss right here. And I said, look, if it gets here, not, it comes down, it comes down. And I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, what's going to happen? And, um, and it hits just for a half a second. It hits my stop loss. I sell. And then it goes up and up and up and up. And it goes up like 30% after that. Um, and just crushes it. I mean, this is awesome, awesome stop. But I got to stop that right here. I want you guys to think about the emotional response you would have if that. Would you? Would you be angry? Would you be upset? Would you feel cheated? Would you feel like the market messed you up? I want you to take all those emotions, take anything you would think about in that position. Write them all out. I was pissed, you know? I thought it was unfair. I said, this stuff's crazy. And I took all these negative emotions, I put them in a box, and I just kind of freaking scratched them out and got them out of my life and threw them out of my mind. Because for you to succeed with investing, you have to purge these emotions. And you have to stick with the stop loss. Because if this stock had gone down another 50%. You bet, but I would have been super happy I sold here. It's all hindsight bias, right? You just don't know what these investments, and especially when we get to those technical indicators and like actually establishing risk reward ratios, this stop loss level is gonna be crucial. And only after you've made, I'd say conservatively 100, 200 trades if you're a little bit less conservative, like make a lot of trades before you transition into a place where you're doing a soft stop loss. So stop, stop loss will be like if it gets here maybe on like half your trades you say you'll give it about a minute to figure it out um, and see if it bounces out like it does here versus just going straight down because the vast majority of the time they'll either go they're, they're going to go very very quickly so usually you set your stop losses as support resistance levels like we'll talk about in nine to noon and obviously we'll talk about it here a little bit more but the point is you have to get rid of these emotions so that you can have the discipline to get out here you should also, this translate to your ability to get out up here when it goes up here and get out near the very, 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 very top. You wanna to get out all the way up here, You get have have the discipline to sell. You can't just let it go up and down like a wave and riding the wave up and you're riding the wave down. Like you have to stand up on the surfboard, get on the wave and commit to it. And then eventually you have to sell. You have to get off the wave. You have to decide that this is the end of your ride. That's when you take profits. And you also need to be able to stop out you need to be able to get off that wave. You need to be able to find a new wave quickly because you're abandoning the one that maybe wasn't the right fit for you. Maybe the one that went just a little bit too fast and you couldn't catch it. That's okay. That's all right. That's the point with the markets. It's like an ocean, right? There are hundreds and hundreds of waves. Uh, and when you use night and noon and, uh, and a lot of the really awesome things that we talk about in like the screeners masterclass, that's when you're able to find like that top one percent of stocks. You find those top one, two, three, four, five waves, one, two, three, four, five stocks. They're gonna give you eight percent of your returns. That's the power. That's the growth. And that's the development. That all comes from your ability to dissociate money from your emotions, so that your trading is based holistically on technicals and analysis and fundamentals, and not on what most people are investing on. Because most people are investing on emotion. Most people are investing their investments on what the market does because if the market goes up then everything's great and everyone's going to do amazing if the market goes down, then the world's going to end this is why you saw people in 2008 literally sell like their entire retirements at the rock bottom prices of the crash they're following emotion they're freaking out and it sucks because i know a lot of people that were in this situation it is a bad situation to be in um where you know literally the, the market is crashing and crashing you know, it used to be going up and up and up and up, and then it just go bam. You know, minus fifty percent in a year. I mean, oh, it was bad, but it showed that people link their investments to their emotions, and that messes them up because it drops down here, and instead of waiting for it to bounce way back up, they sell. That messes up everyone. That screws over your portfolio. Everything we talk about in nine to noon and the general membership area with like index investing is all based on long term compounding growth and that only comes when you stick with your plan and your principles and that's what this comes down to right this comes down to having a trading plan this is why we learn technical analysis this is why you're investing in your education is to learn that plan so that you can know exactly what to trade where to trade it how to trade it and then get in, out, in, out, as needed, so you can absolutely crush it. Is that awesome? Get that? You feel that? Is that great? Okay, awesome, 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 awesome. So now you understand that, you understand the importance of emotions. I mean, it's not just active trading, it's not just mind to new management. I mean, it really is all aspects of investing. It, it comes down in any time frame to your ability to disconnect emotions from your investments. You can't be bawling your eyes out over money. It just, it's not a good place to be. It'll mess up strategies, your mindset, your value of your worth. Remember a very, 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 very large part of 90 new trading and investing is your ability to tell yourself that you deserve. It's an innate and internal sense of value that only comes when you feel like you've overcome the barriers to entry, the barriers to your growth, and you feel like you've put in the work to get the results that you desire. And this is something that I can't give you. It only comes from you saying that you deserve and you shall have these outperforming return. It's all an internal mindset belief. And what I wanna do is, and what I'm doing, right, I'm showing you all the successes that the students that everyone's had. It's all amazing and all the potential that's here, but you have to convince yourself that you deserve. And that's the only time when wealth will start to flow in abundance so when you believe wholeheartedly that you can associate your emotions with your money have outperforming returns and absolutely crush it in capital markets by taking advantage of the most powerful economic machine on this planet to absolutely crush it okay so please 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 i don't know what it takes it's different for everybody for me it was a very very long extended period of market research about half a year before i really was able to grow the pair and buy my first stock uh, but for you, it, it should be like getting through 9 to Dune and getting through these courses, getting through this training. Like this is what you need and, th- and this is all you need. You need to just start after you get through this. And that's when you're going to learn just so, so, so much by implementing, taking action and freaking doing it. Okay. And, and you'll have the most tangible results, right? Like when you're learning, you're not making any money. But when you're investing, you're making a lot of money. So that's the point with this. Is to get you to that stage as fast as possible, where you are crushing it. Okay, done. Awesome. Sweet. Um, so that's that's the basis of dissociating emotion for money. A very powerful concept. This is going to come as you trade more, but you want to really, really like focus on this. I was in an event just uh, a couple of weeks ago, and at the event, one of the activities we did was like everybody got out a hundred dollar bill, and we all got in like this line and, and they really, really like got us on the edge of our seats. And they were like playing us out and saying that we were all going to burn our $100 bills in like a big candle. And it was like pretty serious. Like everyone was convinced that we were all about to do it. I mean, it was, it was, it was really, really emotional and really um, just an amazing experience. And in that process, you start to realize that. You know you control your money right your money doesn't control you and what was interesting is is after he revealed that okay you're done all right and he really you know they drag it out and through the event and they're playing like music and it's like chance and chance and chance of i control my money right money doesn't control me after that happened and, and after they said okay everyone sit down with your money um he talked to people and i like everyone was like so excited and so ready to burn their money because they wanted to prove that control Um, But what was interesting was I was talking to people and I was listening to what they said about the event and and specifically what they said when they thought they were going to burn their $100. What was interesting is, you know, everyone in my row, like we all had the same experience. We all went through the same process. Uh, But a lot of people, they had feelings in their guts or their minds or their bodies where they were like physically aching because they associated money with emotions right and so their body you know emotions they control the body right this is something i talk about in the Think grow rich course a lot more is this idea that your mental state controls your physiology so their emotions were like physically harming their body and making them feel pain in areas of their body where they thought about burning money um but with me it was all mental right because i've been trading for years and years and years and years i've learned to associate money from emotions and leave money only in the head and completely get rid of money in the gut, money in the stomach, money anywhere else in the body except for your mind. because that's the only place you should be considering an investment. And I get gut feelings on investments every now and then, but you gotta remember that those gut feelings, they come from the subconscious, they come from the mind. Um, And they're very, very, I mean, I made a lot of money going on my gut um, for sure. But, and it's a great, great, great thing to follow, but for a vast majority of your trades, you really do need to Dissociate money. And if you start to feel any emotions while trading, except for just like logic, I know I mean, it's sound like a robot here, but like at the beginning you need to be like that so that you don't get overly emotionally invested in a trade and then go down 30% and say, oh, I better stick in it because it's going to bounce because these stocks don't bounce. A lot of the time they will shit all day. And you don't want to be in that. You want to have that set stop loss because you can seriously burn your portfolio quickly if you have 20% loss after 20% loss after 20% loss with no gains. Obviously, you know, if you have 200% gains counteracting that, then you'll be good. Um, and so that's kind of why I'm teaching you this technical analysis and this skill set that he'll be go to apply and, and absolutely destroy it with. So that's, uh, that's my story, yeah. So I met some other people that were trading stocks at that event and they had that same experience, um, at least the, the advanced and, you know, the experienced investors, they all felt it only in their mind, whereas, <laughs> 99% of people in the room who just didn't have financial education and weren't investing in assets that created money for them, they always felt it in their gut. They felt the emotion of money in their gut when they thought about destroying it, or they thought about burning it. And now this is a pretty like extreme example, because like, seriously, like everybody was 100% convinced that we were burning $100. And it was like really, really intense. Um, but think about this in your daily life. You know, What would happen if, uh, if that did happen to you? Where would you feel that? Because I know for most people, they associate money with their emotions, their emotions, they influence their gut, you feel it in your body. My goal here is to train you, and, it, and it's a tough process because it just kind of happens naturally as you start to invest. But One of the best things you could do is to consciously make an effort and say to yourself, look, I will not let money control me, and I will not associate emotions with it because money's just paper, right? Um, and I mean, when you're trading stocks, money, is it, it's literally like little numbers on a screen. So... That was really kind of the easiest way for me to dissociate it, was to just think about it as numbers. And for a vast majority of my trades, this is again, that principle of thinking about percent change over dollar change. So I'll look at every single trade I make. I wanna know what percent I made versus what percent I risk. I don't wanna know how much money I made because first of all, that's gonna associate money with emotions, money with happiness. If I win, sadness, if I lost, I don't want that, that's bad. But second of all, it's a lot more scalable. When you focus on percent change, all of a sudden you're measuring your performance and you can also predict your future performance, right? So if you're thinking about managing a $10,000 portfolio today, you make 10%, you know that if you had a million dollar portfolio, that would be hundred grand versus a grand. So it scales up a lot easier when you think about the percent change versus the, the actual dollar amount. Now, obviously it's important, right? You have to create, you know, the income or the wealth or the growth that you desire um but you guys have seen sort of the the magic that we've done with the compound asset growth and if you can just create solid 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 percent returns and absolutely outperform a vast majority of investors that's really your key to success and that's the point of all of this all this options trading all this technical analysis the point is to increase your percent return dramatically in the exact same period of time as other investors and trading the exact same assets in some scenarios, but just leveraging this other type of investment vehicle that allows you to increase your returns, right? Leveraging your returns with options. So you're multiplying your upside, you're also increasing your downside. And that's the point, right? Is that you are leveraging the power of an option to buy something or an option to sell something um, and therefore paying a much lower price than if you were to traditionally buy it. Um, And that's why options too, I mean, you can lose everything think about what it would feel like if you lost everything. Because when I lost everything in GE, did not feel that, my gut didn't feel it anywhere in my body except for my mind. And I said, well, I guess that's how it works because I knew going into that trade, the risk of it. I knew going into that option, um, the upside, the downside. And so because of that, I probably should have sold it um, after the first day and just booked a 50% loss. Um, But because of that, it was all contained in my head and none of it was emotional. It didn't have any impact on any other of my investments uh, because I knew it was an isolated single event and I planned it out using logic and reasoning and planning for solid money growth and completely ignoring the emotions behind that investment and what everyone else was sending about That's where you wanna get. You wanna get to a point where every trade you make is only up here and nothing passes down into the rest of your body. You don't want to have emotionalized thoughts. When it comes to your investments, your money management, that will seriously mess you up, and it can stop you from having the growth that we see with really, 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 really great 9 to noon stocks because of investment with emotion. So really powerful concept here. It applies a lot to active management. It applies a whole lot to long-term growth, especially with index investing, this idea, right? You have to care, but not that much. When you don't care that much, it gets the emotion out of the trade. It gets the emotion out of the investment. Cause you know you'll still wake up tomorrow whether or not the stock goes up and down. And you know that you're gonna live another five years whether the stock goes up or down. It's not a big deal. You care, but you don't care that much. Okay, cool concept, awesome stuff. Are you guys excited to apply this? I'm freaking excited to teach it. So, hey, how about, Awesome time applying this. Go out there and absolutely crush it. I'm super excited that you guys are going through this content. It is awesome. So, hey, thank you so, so, so much. Leave a look at the like, Facebook comment below. Love, love, love to know what you're learning, favorite parts, uh, or how you're applying this. I love to know if you're winning. Like, that is so cool. Best trade, first trade. First trade is the most important trade. Make that, you're going to be crushing it afterwards. So, thank you guys so much. Have an awesome time, and I'll see you in the next module. Thank you. Hey, this is John. I hope you enjoyed the podcast episode. Now listen, if you want to get more stock market secrets and really understand the fundamentals and advanced techniques of investing straight from a hedge fund manager, then go to 9tonoonsecrets.com and claim your free copy of my bestseller 9 to Noon so that you can go from 0 to 100 in personal finance and master the investing markets.